0: Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Thursday, the 9th of September. Restrictions are set to ease for most of regional Victoria from midnight tonight. The stay-at-home orders will be lifted for many residents with guest limits for weddings, funerals and hospitality venues to be increased. Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews says they're taking a cautious approach.
2: It's not a snapback. It's not Freedom Day. It's not 100% of capacity down at the pub. It can't be. If it is, then we will see simply see numbers spread and then we'll have to close large parts of regional Victoria down again and perhaps even all of regional Victoria. We don't want that.
0: Retail, hairdressers and entertainment venues will also open with density limits and some students will be allowed to return to the classrooms. Shepparton, though, will remain under restrictions with concerns over local cases. Yesterday, Victoria recorded 221 new infections. Meantime, parts of regional New South Wales are also expected to open as early as this weekend, including the far north coast, mid-north coast, northern Tablelands and Riverina. For the rest of the state, including Greater Sydney, the 18th of October is the date the New South Wales Government has flagged when the lockdown will finally end and millions of fully vaccinated residents will enjoy new freedoms. Premier Gladys Berejiklian is expected to confirm the details later this morning after a crisis cabinet meeting overnight.
2: There are certain conditions of opening at 70% double dose uh, and certainly we will meet all those conditions, but I'm extremely optimistic that uh, at 70% double dose, everybody who is vaccinated will enjoy life much more freely uh, than what we do today.
0: Yesterday, New South Wales recorded nine deaths, including a man aged in his 20s and 1,480 new cases. Hospitals across New South Wales are bracing for a surge in COVID-19 admissions, which are set to peak as early as next month. Meantime, the ACT has reported 20 new cases of COVID. Seven have been in the community while infectious and 11 remain a mystery. There are now 10 people in hospital with COVID in the ACT, with two in intensive care. Yeah. Okay. A new report into how COVID affects children has found most diagnosed with the virus were asymptomatic and only experienced mild symptoms. The National Centre for Immunisation Research and Surveillance Report found transmission between children is very low and they're more at risk from adults and unvaccinated staff at school and childcare centres. Here's Professor Christine McCartney from Westmead Children's Hospital in Sydney. We're very lucky to know, and it's consistent with data over the course of the pandemic, that COVID-19 remains generally mild in children. Only around 2% will require hospitalisation. And the federal government has slammed reports it failed to negotiate a vaccine deal with Pfizer in June last year. That's despite emails obtained by Labor showing the company reached out for a meeting with Federal Health Minister Greg Hunt to talk about securing Pfizer vaccines, which allegedly never eventuated. Minister Hunt says the government has been working with Pfizer and other vaccine companies since early on in the pandemic. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground to New South Wales and one of Australia's most notorious criminals, Arthur Stanley Nettie Smith, has died in a Sydney jail overnight. Our reporter Kim Bradish has more from Sydney. Yes, Tash, gangland figure Nettie Smith has died in Long Bay Jail aged 76. The convicted murderer, rapist, armed robber and big time heroin dealer benefited from police corruption. A retired New South Wales police commissioner says in Smith's heyday he was number one, turning over millions and millions of dollars in drug money. Smith spent the last 20 years behind bars serving two life sentences for two murders. He was diagnosed with Parkinson's in the 80s and had dementia, but before all that he grew up in boys' homes known for their brutality and was first arrested at age 11. It's understood he died of natural causes last night in jail. A number of books and the acclaimed television drama series Blue Murder are based on Smith and other people he associated with. And to Victoria, and there's been a major breakthrough in the murder of Melbourne teacher Shanae Edwards. Authorities in the country of Georgia have arrested a 33-year-old man after Shanae disappeared while hiking in July. The alarm was raised after a panicked phone call was made to a friend of the US and tragically search crews found Shanae's body the next day. Our reporter James Lake has more from Melbourne. Local authorities left no stone unturned, Tash, to track down their prime suspect. Investigators interviewed more than 200 people over the past month, including friends, co-workers and neighbours of Miss Edwards, as well as workers at the park where she was seen hiking on the day she was killed. The prime suspect was narrowed down thanks to DNA traces from the crime scene, and they could now face up to 15 years behind bars. Now, for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the Switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. The world is starting to gang up, some may say, on Australia's coal industry, with the leading UK university telling us we have to keep 95% of our coal in the ground.
1: That's right. Ahead of the Glasgow Climate Summit in November, a study from University College London found nearly 60% of oil and fossil methane gas and 90% of coal reserves of the world must stay in the ground, by 2050 to meet the Paris Agreement target. This comes as the UN this week called on Australia to end coal mining and find new jobs for workers within 10 years. Coal exports last year gave us $54 billion in exports.
0: And Peter, Bitcoin players are still very worried as cryptocurrencies debut as legal tender saw its price fall 16%.
1: That was the worst touch, but uh, in the speculative world of cryptocurrency, Bitcoin is the star. And the fact that El Salvador was to adopt it as legal tender, it was thought to be a plus. But after rising in value ahead of the official entry into the El Salvador economy, it's now down 12%, showing why the sensible world of investing sees cryptocurrencies as pure speculation Bordering on punting.
0: And our fifth biggest bank, Peter Macquarie Group, has given the market an update and its share price soared 6.7% in a day even as the overall stock market fell.
1: That's right. Macquarie Bank has long been called the millionaire's factory, but it could soon be called the billionaire's factory after its latest update saw its share price spike over 6% at one stage after a half-year profit close to $2 billion. If you'd invested in Macquarie at the bottom of last year's stock market crash, you would have made 123% on your money in 18 months. Lots of money. Peter, thank you. (laughs) It sure is. (laughs)
0: For Sport Now with Brett Thomas and Brett Suncorp Stadium is preparing for the NRL Grand Final with Brisbane officially awarded the hosting rights this year.
2: Yes. uh, Good morning, Tash. Last year they saved the AFL season. This year it's the NRL season for the first time in the NRL's 114th uh, year history, or the 114th season, I should say. We'll have a grand final outside of Sydney at SunCorp Stadium, as you mentioned. It's tipped to pump around 19 million into the Queensland economy, while almost 5 million has been spent on securing the final series. And this has been given a big thumbs up from Queensland legend Gordy Tellus.
1: I think Queensland deserve it better, uh, more than any other state, I thought the AFL made a mistake, not taking their game to a heartland last year. I yeah. mean, you've got to reward the people that have turned up for hundreds of years, you know, to support your game.
2: And the regions are being looked after as well. Of course, this weekend, we've got finals uh, on the Sunshine Coast, Townsville and also Rockhampton. In week two, Mackay will host both semi-finals. Bunny star Dane Gagai is from the Sugar City and says it's been a long time since he's been home.
0: It's been a couple of years now since I've been able to see my family through COVID and stuff, so it would have been a good opportunity to just wave at it rather than FaceTiming them.
2: And in some other Queensland news, Billy Slater is now considered the hot favourite to replace Paul Green as Maroons coach for next year's Origin Series.
0: And Brett, the AFL's grand final day will have a distinct Eagles flavour
2: this year. Yes, the AFL has announced the medal presenters and as you mentioned, there's a, a heavy West Coast flavour and that is Andrew Embley who will present the Norm Smith medal. Of course, he has one of those in his collection. Glenn Jakovich, who won two premierships in the 90s, he's the Premiership Cup ambassador. John Worsfold, who played and coached in flags for the Eagles, will hand over the Jock McHale medal to the winning coach and Woosher has revealed who he's tipping. Porter, Adelaide are you know, probably the most prepared out of all those teams, other than Geelong. You know, Geelong have got just huge Experience, but Port have been knocking on the door, and I felt they were the ones that are sort of right ready to step up with maturity and talent. Teams will be named tonight Mitch Georgiades. Will really he come back into Portside? And of course, the Western Bulldogs. All the attention on Marcus Bontempelli and that knee. We'll see if he gets up this weekend.
0: And love this story, Brett. A British teenager has stormed into the US Open semi finals.
2: Yes, Emma Raducanu is a name we'll be hearing a lot of I think she's just 18 years of age making her first appearance at the tournament just her second Grand Slam appearance overall and she's into the semi-finals with the dominant straight sets win over the 11 seed Belinda Bencic uh, this morning she's ranked 150th in the world, she's only the third woman ranked outside the top 100 to reach a US Open semi-final, she came through three qualifying matches to reach the main draw as well, It has now yet to drop a set in those eight matches at Flushing Meadows so it's a phenomenal story and there's a real teenage flavour in New York uh, at the moment because Layla Fernandez from Canada she only turned 19 on Monday and uh, she won in three sets a little bit tougher for her against Alina Svitolina she'll play Arena Sabalenka in the semi-final so we could have two teenagers facing off in the final of the US Open Tash
0: how good would that be Brett thanks so much thanks Tash and a $50,000 lottery pool is up for grabs for health and aged care workers and paramedics across New South Wales and Queensland. The Health Services Union is behind the move and all members have to do is to prove they've been vaccinated or are booked in. Secretary Gerard Hayes says it's another great reason to get vaccinated.
1: Vaccination is the only way forward. There are certainly people who are hesitant and there are some people who just don't support vaccination, but the vast majority of people understand this is the way forward so the quicker we can get this done quicker make people safe quicker we get back to normal
0: absolutely and that's all you need to know to start your day with australia today's morning agenda in your podcast feed from 6 30 a.m every weekday morning you can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the new listener app for free i'm natasha belling thanks so much for your company have a great day stay safe and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow It's nah.